Welcome to Makeup School, an accessible and educational series hosted by me, Shanti, and global makeup artist, Ross Andrew Arthur. That's me, Shanti Babes. This Makeup School is designed to set the foundation of your makeup knowledge from brows to bronzers. We're here to help brush up your beauty skills. This week on Makeup School. I think the key thing with brows, everybody's brows are different. They're sisters, not twins. They don't need to look symmetrical. When you choose a colour for your brow, always choose something that's maybe a shade lighter or two shades lighter because it it should act like a shadow through your brows and it shouldn't be so harsh. What I like about these tips and tricks, Ross, is I didn't realise how much prep work you should do to the lash before you apply it. And I think that's why they never apply properly because I'm not doing any of that prep work. Hi, Ross. I'm on the sunny Gold Coast. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I'm sitting in my apartment. This city is very fitting for this week's episode. The brow and lash game here is on point. I could probably spend an hour talking about brows, lashes, but let's just try and break it down to maybe what some of our favorite things to talk about. Amazing. Well, my favorite to start off with is brows. So let's go there first. I feel like brows are constantly evolving in style and like what's what's in, what's not in. Like, you know, we had this really thick brow that kind of looked a bit caterpillar-like and now we've got laminating and feathering. If you just don't want to kind of keep changing your brows according to the trends, what kind of brow should you be going for? Like what's a classic brow? For me, a classic brow would have to be that something soft and fluffy at the beginning and slightly groomed as you go over the arch and finish to your brow. And that's a kind of favorite brow that I love to do. Um, I love to see a laminated brow. Like I love the effort that goes into it. I like seeing microblading. I love seeing there's so many people do so many amazing things to their brow. And I really believe that like brows change depending on where you come from. Mm, yeah. You could tell someone if they're from a certain country or something, the style, style of their brow, it's a real really, real signature. Um, when I think of Australia, I, just, I do think of like soft, fluffy, natural brows. But then when I think of the UK, I think they have got to be groomed and on point and sharp. I worked in the Middle East and the brows were amazing. The way they were sculpted with concealer, it's just, it's amazing to see. But for me, I love to see soft, fluffy brow at, at the start and then gently going groomed and sharp as you leave the front of your brow. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I I think you've got really good brows, Ross. Like your, your brows are nice. They shape your face really well. And you can tell that they follow the natural like shape of your brow bone. Threading's my favorite. I was just like, I've been doing it for years. Oh, I'm obsessed. Like my mother, obviously like threading is done very much in India and like in South Asian countries. And so threading is something that my mother got me into and I absolutely love it. I still do it to this day. I find it's the best thing for my brows, but I love it because the ladies who do um, like threading, they've got such a great eye for shape. It's so good. And I, they, I know they always say that don't take from the top, but I, I always love it when they go straight from the top and then my eyebrows look snatched and I'm like, oh, there you go. <laughs> it's like, that. that's why I came here. I was going to ask you, where do, and I see this all the time, but um, where should my brow start and where should it end? Yeah, I think the key thing is when you're trying to do your brows is like map it, mapping that part out. So I always say get a lip pencil, get a um, makeup brush and down the front of your face and then you should hold a pen 
hair or a brush hair. So basically, you've put your um, pencil at the side of your nose. At the side of your nose. And that's yep. where your brow should start. So basically the side of your nostril, not the side, like you're not trying to press it into the pointy bit. No. It's like the side of your nostril and all the way up, that's where your brow starts. Yep. And then you just move it to the side. So basically like a fan going from top um, across ways. So you're holding it at the base of your nostril and you kind of fan it out so it follows your brow bone. And then where are we ending, Ross? So you bring it to the front and then you go to the corner of your eye and then that is where your brow should finish. Okay, so diagonally from the corner of your eye. So what we've done is just create kind of like a fan. But you know what, though? Like, depending on where you come from, there's been lots of places that I've been that shave off the side of their brow. So you can do your brow and bring it across so you can get more makeup makeup on or you can, so you can lift your eye area. So this is how you would traditionally do it. You'd hold a makeup brush at the front and then you'd move, move it to the side and you can map this out with a bit of concealer or a lip liner to see where you need to go. But I think the key thing with brows, everybody's brows are different. They're sisters, not twins. They don't need to look symmetrical. Um, but my key thing when you're doing brows, don't get caught too much and it has to be exactly like this. What I like to see with a brow is nothing that's too dark when you come to the front, the front of your brow. So I would either get your little finger or your index finger, press that down and work with the pigment on the other side of that. Oh, I love that trick. Yes, because sometimes I've, I, I, mean, I did this very early on when I was kind of starting out with brows is... I used to make the start of my brow quite dark and then I ended up looking yeah. like Frida Kahlo. So that's probably the biggest. Or just quite angry, isn't it? It's just like an angry look. Like you're just like, you know, that. When I was training in makeup, we would always say, start the pigment at the top of the volcano. The volcano is the arch. Ah, okay. So if you put your pigment in the top of the volcano... So where, where your arch is, get the pigment in there first and then start massaging back and forth. And then that way you can start working out the pigment down towards the edge of your eye. So you could just get a really faint feather that goes through. And then you go and get some more pigment and you go to the top of the volcano and then start massaging forward to the front of, to the front of your brow. When you choose a color for your brow, always choose something that's maybe a shade lighter or two shades lighter because it, it should act like a shadow through your brows and it shouldn't be so harsh. Oh, I love that. I love that tip. And like there's there's brands like Benefit that are amazing and they do they do amazing brow pencils that have like warm and cool tones so you can play around with them. And then it depends how you like to work with your brows. Like I like a soft, fluffy brow. So I like to use a pencil and just draw little like hair strokes through through your brow. But there's pomades you can use. There's just like eyeshadow powders that you can use. There's so many things that you can use to sculpt your brows. But if you're not confident with brows, I would probably use this a brow powder. A brow powder is a great thing to use when you're not confident with doing your brows, I, th I think. What would you use? I love a kind of creamy, thick pencil. So the one that I currently use is the Makeup Forever Aqua Resist Brow Filler. It's got like this really cute little brush at the one end. And then at the other yeah. end, it's got this kind of retractable. It's almost like uh, you're in school again and you just have to kind of you know how you, you Twiz twizzle it up, yeah, yeah, yeah. You twizzle it up, and I find it really good because as you like, as you were telling me those instructions, it's so much more accurate when I'm doing it with something that's like a pencil. Whereas I know what you mean by using like a 
a powder because it's a you can make mistakes, right? You can make a bit more. You can make you can make mistakes. One thing that I like to do, which is a little cheat sheet, and I say this to my mum because she obviously was plucked her eyebrows too much when she was younger, and she's trying to fill trying to fill in the shape. I'm like, just go in with a light light eyeshadow, completely manipulate the shape that you want, and then you can go in with a, a concealer that's maybe two sh- two shades lighter than your skin tone, and you can go in and correct it afterwards with a concealer underneath and the concealer will just help sculpt it and then soften it out and then you can blend that concealer with um a soft fluffy brush but that's a great way that's a little cheat sheet so if you've you've done your eyebrow you're like oh do you know what my eyebrows are not amazing then just get a bit of a little bit of concealer on an eyeshadow brush and just gently massage that round and sculpt and that's a, a really beautiful way to define your brows without feeling like you've got to add more pencil or more pigment and they start getting darker for anybody that's listening, Shanti's still doing her brows. <laughs> it's like, you just lost in it. I am lost in it. And you know what? I'm so glad we're recording this on a Friday because I'm going out tonight and now my brows are going to look the best they've ever looked. I hope that I hope that come across. Everybody can understand. I'm like, okay, so the, the product needs to go to the top of the volcano, work to the end of the volcano, and then with the excess, start bringing through to the front of your brow. Okay, and the volcano is the arch, guys. Don't forget the volcano is volcano the Volcano is the arch. It's like it's very back to school, but sometimes it's just easier and I'm a visual person. So I'm like, top of the volcano has the pigment and then everything just gets massaged with less product around the brow. Okay, Ross, now talking about different brow shapes, who do you think in the celeb world in Hollywood has the best brows? I do like a nice fluffy brow. So I'd have to say somebody like Dua Lipa. Like they're good. They're soft at the front. They're beautifully groomed. She fills fills them in, but they're not harsh, but they're just very tailored there and together. And I think that's a really, for me, a great look when it comes when it comes to brows. I don't like anything too too harsh. What about you? I do love a Cara Delvine brow, but my favorite brows would probably have to be Emily Ratajkowski. She's got really beautiful natural brows, but they are quite dark. So even though I know like you can put product in it and make your, like you said, it can look quite sculpted and and heavy. I think just because her brow hairs are like a nice chocolatey brown, it just creates this beautiful natural like look. I like how her start they start really like feathery and then they go out to being a bit more strong. Yeah. So they're feathered at the front, groomed at the back. Feathered at the front, groomed at the back. I love that. That's that's the way that's the way forward. Babe, next thing we're going to be talking about is I think it's, it's a very sensitive topic to you, isn't it? So when I first met you, Shanti was like, I just can't do lashes. I can't do lashes. And I was like, babe, they're the easiest things to do. Um, so we're gonna be talking about false lashes and I challenge Shanti that she was going to do a live lash demo with me um, on this episode. So we'll do it quick, but lashes can totally change the look of your eye makeup. They look great. If you're doing a smoky eye, it can really finish it off. I said before, if you do a makeup and you just want to cover it, a lash is great. Or if you just want to do a soft wing liner and add some lashes, it can really make all the difference to your makeup. And a lot of people are scared I'm to scared. try lashes. Um, I love a Demi Wispy. So that the Ardell lashes, they're probably my favorites um, that I like to work with. I like to work with something with a really thin band. And when I say band, it's like the spine of the lash. When you're looking at a lash, try to choose something that you can see that's like 
a little bit invisible in between, something quite transparent. That way, you know, you've got a really loose, bendy spine. And then when you've got a loose, bendy spine, it's they're an easier lash to stick onto the eye as opposed to picking up a lash that's got a full block color. And sometimes they're a little bit hard to like bend and snap into place. Okay, that makes sense. But I do want to say, I know you like, let's do this quickly, but it's going to take me some time. <laughs> it's like, okay, first step with your lash. When you first get your lash, you naturally want to go to the edge of the lash and pull it. Be careful because it could snap off. So I like to get my thumb and just roll it to the root. And that just helps try and lift off the glue. So you can try and peel off the lash together because they're very delicate. Next step is to put your full lash onto your eye and to measure the shape. The lashes are not designed to fit all eye shapes. So you want to go on, measure your shape, start from the inside and then whatever you've got overhanging. Yeah. So you look at, put the mirror down on the table, have a little look, start from the inside, whatever's overhanging, grab that, grab that bit. And then now we're going to cut that off. All right, I think I cut it a little bit too much, but that's okay. That's fine. So when you're going to cut your cut your lashes, I feel like I'm going back to school, but you always cut your lashes from the outside in. Outside in, okay. Outside in, because the front of the lash, you've got these really beautiful, soft, short lashes, and then they gently get larger as you go onto the outer corner. Okay, all right, let's do this. I'm ready. Next step, which is just what I like to do, either wrap your lashes around a cotton bud. Um, what do you guys call a cotton bud? A uh, Q-tip. Yeah, wrap it around the spine of a Q-tip, a lip pencil, makeup brush, and you really want to like wrap it right around so you're just like, really tight and then hold that there for at least 20 seconds. And then when you release the lash, it should naturally have this like, anchor hook that wants to hook onto your eyes and this is a great way if you've put lashes on before and you get that the other side keeps bouncing off when you're trying to stick it down with glue can you see it's got like a little u-shape now yeah it's almost like a c i love it it's working okay we're good so far okay great next bit we're going to put the glue on the back of your hand like a little like um pearl size amount of glue that goes on and you could put the back of your makeup brush in there so you just get it out and then you're literally just going to draw a little white line onto your lash spine. Okay, so when you put your when you put your glue on, you're going to want your glue to semi-dry before you go up towards your lash. I can't tell you how perfect this is because I'm going out tonight and you're literally teaching me all the things that I wanted to know. <laughs> okay, I feel like you're good to go. Really? <sighs> okay, yeah. all right. Okay, so makeup mirror on, in front of you. Yep. She's grabbing the microphone, guys. It's getting very serious here. What I like about these tips and tricks, Ross, is I didn't realize how much prep work you should do to the lash before you apply it. And I think that's why they never apply properly because I'm not doing any of that prep work. And then if you put the glue on too quick, it starts lifting all the time, which is really annoying. So then you then you start going, oh, it's not working. It's not working. So I think like you just need the glue to be really tacky, uh, nearly dry. And then once you've done that, you're going in and you're starting from the outside and pressing in and you're holding the ends of your lash into the root of your lash. And then you can start you and pinching your lash and the root of your lash together firmly. And you can actually be firm at this point. And I, I think that everybody gets quite scared because it's such a delicate area, but just gently firm and pinch those together and everything should be sticking. How are you going? It's sticking pretty well. I'm at, I'm using the Duo Eyelash Adhesive, which is a little bit stinky, but it's working. It's working. Baby, it looks good. Oh, my God. It looks so good. 
good. Ross, Amazing. Thank you. Oh my God, you just uh, changed my now, life. Now, Shanti will do the rest of the episode with this one lash on. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm just wearing one lash. Okay. So I think, you know, with lashes, practice makes perfect. Ardell lashes are amazing. Mac have got some great lashes too. Um, I always just remember choose one with a really thin spine, which makes it easier for you to apply. If you're not, if you're like, Ross, I'm listening to this episode and I'm probably never going to be able to do this because I'm just too scared, then something that I think I spoke about on a previous episode is in your waterline, when I say your waterline, under your top lash, get a waterproof pencil, a gel pot, massage it underneath the waterline of your top lash, whack on loads of mascara, and that could give the illusion of fuller lashes without you having to put a lash on. Mm, I love that. I really do. And I think that um, what about this trend of like semi-permanent falsies? Yeah, lash extensions. I do love the look of lash extensions if They're really thin and natural. And I think the challenge with lash extensions is they look amazing when you first get them done. And then towards the end of their time, they're just not looking great, are they? It was just, you're just like, nah. But they look beautiful. And I I think I really would recommend it if you're going away on holiday, you've got something special, you've got a wedding, you don't want to worry about it. Then I feel like... That is a great, and that's just something for you because you're like you're building your confidence with a strip lash. But if it's something you're like, oh, do you know what? I just want to, I want to have great lashes for the next two weeks. Go and do them. The biggest tip for me that you taught me in that lesson was that you should be looking down at your mirror. So you put put a mirror on the tabletop and look down because I was always looking forward at the mirror in front of me when I was applying lashes. And it makes such a difference when I just changed up where I was looking. So that was the biggest, I think that was my biggest lesson in that. You can get closer and you can start seeing where where you need it. But then I did did say lift up and then start looking into the mirror and then you can just start pinching the lash just to make sure you're really happy with the shape. And remember, they can go on and off really easily. Like it's just, you just need practice makes perfect. All right, so it's time for the pop quiz. I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions. You give me some quick fire answers, starting with if I want a natural brow, what go-to products would I use? If you were looking to do a natural brow, I would highly recommend using a brow powder. Anastasia Beverly Hills has got some great powders. Um, Benefit do some great um, brow products as well. So they, that would be my go-to for natural brows. If I want a defined brow, what are my go-to products? If I was looking for a defined brow, I'd be probably going for a brow pencil, something that's got a really fine tip that you can brush those hair strokes into your brows, create that natural feathered look, and then you could use the other end to like buff it out to make it soft and fluffy. But a defined natural brow pencil is a great, and I'm not talking about your traditional pencil. I'm talking about the ones a little twisty, twisty up. It's got the little fine tip. They're great for that gorgeous defined feather brow. Amazing. And then if I want a groomed or very sculpted brow, what are the products that I would use? A sculpted brow, I'd have to go for a pomade. I think they're just they're great. They're gorgeous. They don't budge. If you've got oily skin, I think they're, they're a great product to use too because they set on onto your skin, onto the hairs, and they don't move. And you can get that really crisp sculpted look. Love it. Now, what step, we're going to move to lashes, but what step in your process 
makes the lash bend or curl before I put it on my eye? That would have to be a Q-tip. I think just using anything like a Q-tip, a lip pencil, a makeup brush, something that you wrap your lash around so you can bend the band so it naturally hooks into the eye because it's really annoying for anybody that's applied a lash and you've done a really good job and that bit in the inside starts keeps lifting and you're just like, no. But if you try this technique, it may just help lock in that. Now, uh, this is my other pop quiz question that we didn't actually cover, but I really want to know about. Do lash serums, like lash growth serums, actually work? I am a sucker for it. So I am doing it. I was been using the L'Oreal Paris one. Like I was just like, do you know what? It was a 30-day trial. I did it. it. It seemed good. And why not? Yeah, I mean, I've tried. I've just started using the Lash Food Eyelash Enhancer Serum, so we'll see how that goes. But it's meant to grow your lashes and make them stronger. Yeah, like I just, I'm, I feel like I'm a marketer's dream. Then I'm like, oh, do you know what? I'll give that a go. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Now, tell me the last question on my list: Where should, when I'm applying my lashes, where should my mirror be? Your mirror could be anywhere, but if you struggle with lashes, I would really recommend to place your mirror on the table. It just really helps to get really close there and press it in. But once you've got it, got it in the area you want, then I would lift up, lift the mirror, and then you can start pinching and being firm with that lash to get it to get it sit right into the lash bed. Love it. Ross, what are your favourite lashes? Um, my favourite lash would have to be, and I've used it for years, is the Ardell Demi Wispy. The reason it's my favourite is because I love a lash with a thin spine. When we say thin spine, it looks really weird, is that's the band that holds the lashes together. I always look for something that's got little transparent dots going through. That just means you've got a really thin, flexible band, and it's going to be easier for you to apply the lash. I just love it. It's really easy, really easy to work with, and I think they just look good on a lot of eye shapes. Yeah, they're the ones that you popped on me for the Makeup School podcast artwork so yeah and they're good and you can i think i don't know what they come in but you can get them in a tray of something all the same and i just think they're just, they're just a great one just having you make your makeup bag and just pop them on they're a goodie love it now tell me what are your favorite brow products favorite brow products for me would have to be Benefit do Benefit do some great pencils. The reason I like Benefit pencils is because they do warm and cool shades. So I think it's so important when it comes to brows. Everybody's brow hairs are different. You know, when, you, when you're doing your brows, don't go too dark. Make them look like a shadow through your brows. So just nice and natural. And I just like the color offering of uh, Benefit brow pencils. And what's your third product, Ross? My third product would be, this is a bit of a wild card product, but I would have to say when you're doing brows and mapping out brows, get a concealer. Like a MAC Studio Finish Concealer is a great one to use. A color that's just two shades lighter than your skin tone. And if you use a nice brush and just gently massage it underneath the brow bone, just as you would highlight your brow bone. But if you did it with a matte concealer around your brow shape, it just naturally creates a really beautiful silhouette. So your brows are naturally in full. And that's great if you've overplucked your overplucked your brows or you've made a mistake or something like that. I just feel like having a concealer as a corrector when you're doing your brows is a good win. Love that. Amazing. They're your top three. All right. I'll take you through my top three, Ross. I would have to say, and I don't, I didn't have a favorite lash because I didn't have a favorite lash. (laughs) 
But now I'm going to say that I like the ones that you've told me to use, which is the Ardell um, Demi Wispies. But in terms of brow products, which is my favorite topic, I would have to say that the Aqua Resist um, pencils from Makeup Forever are amazing. They're the ones that I was using today when Ross was telling me how to do my brows. But I also love Benefit's Gimme Brow. It is an iconic product. Um, it's kind of like a, a tinted like gel which comes off on a little brush the brush is very very small so it's perfect for even doing the very outer ends of your of your eyebrows and then my third product um, which I use every day is the benefit brow set clear gel and it just really perfectly sets your eyebrows in place so that they don't move and mine tend to move so it's really helpful for me that is a really good product. There's, uh, for me, there's nothing more annoying when you get a brow set and you think your brows are going to stay in place and that doesn't really do anything. The Benefit brow set, it literally goes on and doesn't budge. So if you're into brow lamination, anything that you want those fluffy, fluffy brows to stay up, that um, benefit brow set is amazing. Well, Russ, that takes us to the end of our lesson six amazing we did it it was just like now that we've done this week's episode i think it's time for me to jump um jump in the pool and catch some sun stop it ross you're so annoying making me jealous fine you guys i am go- coming home i am coming home tomorrow though babe don't worry but i thought i'll just make the most of it while i'm here well you jump in the pool and i'll i guess i'll go back to work um all right guys well join us next week for lesson seven we're going to be talking about lips Big topic, lots of things to talk about. Glossy, matte, juicy lips. Juicy lips. We'll see you then. Woo!